Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome back to today's episode of the Tuned In podcast. Today we have another guest for you and she is a beautiful, beautiful soul. So our guest today is a multi-award winning intuitive specialist and author of two oracle decks and the intuitive guide journal. I have one of her deck of oracle cards. I use them regularly. They are fabulous. I gain so much from them. So my guest is all about supporting your intuitive growth. So when you work with her on a one-to-one basis, she combines, wait till you hear this folks, she combines philosophies, alternative therapies, a variety of massage techniques, meditation, visualization, mindful therapies, energy reading, energy healing, and more. So her aim is to remove energetic blocks, limiting beliefs, and anything that is holding you back from being who you are meant to be. So she helps you to expand your consciousness, increase your intuitive ability, and so learning to live in harmony with your mind, body, and energy. And today's conversation, that is exactly where we go. We talk about intuition and how to lean into your intuition more. We talk about spirit guides and angels. And folks, it is an all-round fabulous fabulous conversation and I do believe that people will walk away with a better understanding of their intuition and how to work with it more. So it is my absolute, absolute pleasure to announce Sinead Dehor for today's episode. I hope you enjoy. Folks, it's my absolute pleasure to announce who I'm about to announce. Sinead Dehor, welcome to the Tuned In podcast. Oh, thanks so much. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for reaching out and asking me to be here. This is amazing. You can see me obviously on video at the moment and I genuinely have the biggest smile and it's a genuine smile. I'm just, I'm chuffed. As I voiced you before we press record, the nerves are definitely there for me. So it is a privilege, an absolute privilege to have you here. As I said a minute ago, there's no need to be nervous. We're just yeah. having a chat. I did say before we recorded, it's like two brilliant souls having a chat. That's it. That's it. That's... And I love that we're matching as well. We're both wearing um, bright I know. pink. Yeah. So we're all about the love, all about the heart chakra today. So there's no need to be nervous at all. I love don't make it. me nervous, but yeah. I'm not nervous. <laughs> okay. So when I was thinking about this interview and where to go and what to do, do you know what to voice? There's so many different ways that I could start this interview, but I'm simply going to start it with where did it all start for you? How your journey today, where did it all begin? Okay, I really want to cut this short. <laughs> I would go on and on and on. And really, it's my whole life. I have always seen what at the time my parents called imaginary friends. Um, and I still see my imaginary friends to this day. <laughs> so I have seen them my whole life. I'm so lucky enough. I, I know I've said this before and, you know, many conversations that I'm just so blessed with the parents that I chose because I have seen spirits. They're my spirit guides. I now know who they are, but they're my spirit guides. I've seen since God, I was three, four and my parents really entertained it, if you will. Like um, my mom, for example, would set the table for my spirit guides and then oh have the, ha, would have dinner with them. And they'd be like, oh, what are they doing today? The two at the time were called Placky and Lena. Um, and they're still there, but they kind of dip in and out. There's other guides that come through depending on what I'm going through in life, like us all. 
But um, yeah, I was very lucky that they just really nurtured that and they really encouraged me and asked me questions about it. So I never really suppressed the gift and it kind of just was always there. And I've always been like, you know, the agony aunt. I've always been, you know, the carer of others. I've just been naturally always, always drawn to bring out a smile and the best in another person. So I've always been like that my entire life. Mm-hmm. My nickname for years was Little Miss Sunshine because I just <laughs> love doing that. But it's just my it's my purpose I feel in in life really is if I can make one person feel better then my job is well done and that's how I that's how I focus my day if one person one stranger can feel better after being in my company then I'm so happy and I think really then I was I've always said my whole life I either want to work in a spa be a lawyer or have my own business so like I studied business law first and then I took a year out and then I studied alternative therapies and it really just propelled me from then like I just was obsessed I always say that like I felt like I was learning a memory like nothing felt new to me mm-hmm. with like aromatherapy with reflexology with body work with Reiki with um, ancestral healing or angel therapy like nothing felt new to me it felt like I already knew this stuff and it just felt quite easy if you will mm-hmm. um, and I just really followed that gut reaction and the next and the next and following the next thing to study and to learn and to develop and yeah then it just brought me in so many different avenues in life so I started then working in the Ritz Carlton Hotel at the time it's now Power Sports Hotel in Ireland and my first ever client I treated I started to connect with spirit um and it was just incredible and it kind of just developed from there I was about 21 22 and it just ignited and it's been going ever since so that's the shortened version of that story that's amazing (laughs) like from 21 like like that's just phenomenal it is a part of you all of your life if you said oh yeah it's weird if I didn't chat away to spirit like my husband now will hear me talking away and he'd be like he doesn't even question it anymore <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> who's she talking to now <laughs> and would he be fascinated does he fa- find it fascinating like like that listening to you chat away you know to your spirit guides it's kind of normal for him now at the start we're together nine years so it was kind of it was terrifying at the start for him he didn't like it at all and now like for example we'd be in the sitting room and if my office doors open upstairs we'll hear like footprints and it's a brand new house it's a new build no one's ever lived here before so like we'd hear footprints upstairs and he literally looked at me like your feckin office door is open go up and close it (laughs) (laughs) so like it's just becoming a running joke you know but the thing is and this is what I always say like just to clarify as well for anyone listening I never, ever say I'm a psychic medium. I never say that that's what you don't come to me for that. That's not the reason why I do things. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And I've had amazing, amazing readings when I talk to spirit and loved ones come through and they're so powerful and so moving. And maybe someone's listening can vouch for that. <laughs> and I've had amazing readings where they're all psychic based and they're so powerful. But that's never my reason for talking with someone. It's always just about how can I bring out the best in you? And if mediumship comes in, if psychic comes in, or maybe it's just focusing on you right now, that's the goal for what I do. So never come to me if you just want a mediumship. I just want to really clarify that because people get confused. And I'm like, that's not what I do, but I can, but it's not what I do. <laughs> Would there be times when you're with a client that, it, you know, angels, and, and forgive me, I hope I am saying, saying this right, that, you know, that you don't get a message from a loved one that has passed or if it be an angel spirit guide that it, it there's none of that in a session has that happened no I'll always 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 talk with angels first okay so when people come and see me my rule is don't tell me anything let me tell you 
So I like to not know anything about anybody. That's kind of my golden rule. And then, but the reason being is because when I talk with angels first, they'll tell me the root cause of what's going on, where sometimes in our human nature, we're kind of talking about the symptom and not the root cause. So I like to know what's causing you, what's the block that's not making you feel balanced and aligned. So I'll always, always, always talk with angels or spirit guides. The loved ones in spirit then can, well, the message will either really support you in your life right now and therefore it will come in or there's just no need. So I, I, sometimes I've given like, you know, an incredible session to someone, they're leaving feeling, oh, like a, a new person. And then they're like, so if you have any message from loved ones in spirit, I was like, why would that benefit you now? You feel amazing. <laughs> you don't need that right now. But, and I, I won't try and tune in. It's more so I open my energies up. I'll ask whomever wants to come in, whether it's angels, guides, doctors, gurus, whomever, spirit guides, loved ones in spirit. And I'll just sit and I'll listen. And whomever wants to come in will come in. So I don't go looking. It's I just open myself up and whoever comes in, comes in. Okay. Okay. Let us go there. Talk to me about our angels and the sheer beauty, in, in my opinion, knowing that their presence is there. Like I have... And it would be through people that I've known over the number of years. And, you know, they would talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, about their angels. And I very much so that my biggest belief is, in, and this may sound crazy to some people, is my parking angels. When I want a car space, I am talking to my angels and they will always deliver, always deliver. But I, just talk to me for someone that doesn't, may not know what we're talking about or has heard people you know, talk about their angels and their spirit guides. Explain it more to people. What is the importance behind connecting with your angels? I love that question. And even, I don't know if you've noticed the shift in energy, even with you just asking that question. Like I feel just a softness in my heart. I even feel just a lot calmer because I can just feel them coming in. I even feel like I'm talking slower. It's just instantly you just feel at home in yourself when we connect. And that's my experience with angels I just feel at home and at peace the thing is we have so many different angels archangels angels guardian angels and with angels they are an energy of love if you just think of the purest form of love that you could ever feel in your life that's an angel's energy and all they want to do is support some people say they're messages of god they're a vibration of love they're the highest form of love and they just want to make sure that we are living our best life here, the life that we have chosen to have here on earth. And they'll do everything in their power to support us. And they are here to support us like your parking angels. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I really want to highlight as well, and I just love that you brought that up too, is the communication with angels. Remember, their energy is the purest form of love. So when you're communicating with angels, the key is for you to speak their language of love. So what I mean by that is, say, for example, the angels speak French. If you're talking in an energy of fear, worry, pain, you're speaking German. You're not speaking the same language. Okay. Where if you're speaking from a place of love, like, thank you, angels, for your guidance and support. Thank you so much for allowing me to have this parking space. That's a high vibration of love. Therefore, you're both speaking French. Does that make sense? So when you're talking with angels, and I'm a real stickler for this, because when I get asked questions, say on, you know, the Instagram box and people ask to pull a mm -hmm. card, I, I actually don't answer questions anymore based on fear-based thoughts. I've said it a million times and I, time and time again, it won't, I won't get the answer. And sometimes I really feel like I actually am called to a certain question. So I'll just reword it for whomever's asking me. 
But we got to start asking from a high vibration. And the easiest way to do that is simply say thank you. So for example, use this example, if you will. Say if you're going to a meeting, right? And you've got to be there at nine o'clock, but you're effectively running behind schedule. If you keep saying, angels, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. That vibration is just late, late, late. Mm -hmm. Where if you say, thank you so much for making me early. Thank you for making me early. Like even hearing those words, you can feel the difference, the vibration, right? Mm -hmm. Thank you for making me early. Thank you for making me early. All the angels here was early, early, early. So it's a different tone. It's a different vibration. Mm -hmm. And you'll always arrive at least one minute early. It always, it always happens. Like every time I've used that, it'll always be that one, even if it's one minute or even just that like 30 seconds, I'll still be early because of the vibration of the, of the, the request, if you will. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So the easiest Absolutely. way to tune in is to simply say, thank you for, rather than please, can I have, there's a very, very powerful difference in the vibration, subtle, but it's powerful. How does a person, and I'm thinking obviously from my own personal experience here, how do you drop that expectation that you're looking for that obviously that's coming from a fear-based mentality that okay they haven't delivered yet like come on angels like I've asked you like you know to support me here how do you go about and I I would assume that it's some form of a practice but how do you drop that expectation you know what that's a brilliant question I remember I can't remember what was going on maybe it was I was trying to we were trying to buy a house at the time something was happening at the time and I remember it was felt like a bit of a tug of war with it wasn't working out I think it could have been we had a house sale fall through before we bought this one I could have been that I'm trying I can't remember it was something that was going on in our in our life anyway but I remember sitting on the beach and looking out to the sea and I remember seeing this energy coming into the sea and then two angels above um whoever was standing in the sea and I looked up and I said angels it's time. I need your help now. And they went, we'll help you just raise your vibration to us. And I was like, oh, oh my God, of course. And then I realized I was at that fear, that energy, that human control, that lack, that disbelief, that impatient energy. And their response was, Sinead, humans work much slower than us. But the key is to have your vibration meet, meeting ours, which goes back to that love. And it was then it was the house. Sorry, I'm trying, I'm remembering now. But it was then that I start having this vision, like just daydreaming, if you will, and having a vision at the same time of me dancing on our landing in our house, just dancing on my own. There was no colors on the walls. There was no floors. I was just dancing. So long story short, between the digs and the reel, we did have a house sale fall through on the 11th of the 11th a few years ago. And I thought, there's no way this is our house. No, nope, boom, fell through. And the day we're meant to get our keys, and then a year later, we moved into our new house. And for some reason, my husband was on a work call and I had to come over and get the keys on my own. So I came over, I was in the house on my own and I was like running around like a lunatic. And I remember <laughs> then standing upstairs on the landing and I was twirling and dancing with the same vibration that I had set out. And I just burst into tears of joy. And I was like, oh, I get it now. I get it now. Okay. The key is to, and I know it's so much easier said than done. I understand that especially when we want something, whether it's a new job or a new home or a relationship or a baby or whatever we're trying to call into our life. I understand that the longing for that, your, when your heart wants it, it's a huge part of your destiny and your desire. Mm -hmm. But the key is to really be in that energy and the vibration of that sheer love and gratitude for where you are now 
as your energy is evolving. And if we can continuously catch ourselves and come into that vibration, oh my God, we just feel so much calmer. And then our message is clearer. It's like if I'm texting you now on WhatsApp and I say, you know what, can I please have a, say, a fish dinner for dinner? Actually, you know what? No, I'd like um, a fish dinner with some vegetables. Actually, I don't want vegetables. Can I have some chips? Actually, no, wait, can I have this? It's mixed messages. Mm-hmm. Rather, we start and go, what does my body really crave today? You know what? I actually want a vegan salad. I'm going to have a vegan salad. Isn't that so much clearer than? Absolutely. That know, makes so the, much sense. Yeah. I use analogies quite a lot. So just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's how my ba- brain works. <laughs> so how, what did you feel the day that you were, that you were supposed to get the keys of the previous house that, that fell through? Do you let yourself be in the emotions that you were feeling or do you, I'm going to say force yourself. Are you telling yourself that, no, there is something better out there? Do you mean, what, what was the emotions? I don't know. Can you remember back to back? <laughs> yes, say, I do. Oh. <laughs> I remember it so vividly. So that day, it was a Wednesday and it was the 11th of the 11th. What year? I don't even know what year we are now. 2022. So it was 2020. No, it was 2019. I can't remember it was something like <laughs> I feel like the years are just totally a blur at the minute so I think it was 2019 I think anyway so I we were standing outside the house waiting for the keys oh we my told goodness the house sale oh fell God. through at the time I had hair down to my waist like really long hair and that day we were told the house sale fell through and to make it even worse we had drawdown down on her mortgage and because we had drawn down even though we didn't pay we were told then to go ahead for another house, we weren't classified as first-time buyers. We had to go through the whole mortgage application again. And remember, I have my own business as well. And I just moved over from the UK. So getting all those documents from the UK all the way over to Ireland. And as we know, if anyone's listening that's went through a mortgage application, they ask for a document, then it's another 10, then it's another 20 after that. And it's like, just give me the list and I'll get them all for you. So that alone was stressful enough. And it was a Thursday. And why I remember it so vividly is that was the morning. House sale fell through. We went home, we th- were taking the day off, we'll work. And I just said, I need to go to the hairdressers. Went to the hairdressers and I cut all my hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> I cut all my hair. I had like a real short bob. I came back and Sean was like, what? Are you, you all right? And I was like, I just needed energy gone. And I felt like my hair was dragging me down. <laughs> and the next day, why I remembered so much is because the next day I was flying to Thailand on my own for two weeks. Well, I was going for a month, but I went for two weeks for work. So I was flying for 17 hours on my own. And I just remember being in the airport in total limbo. Like I had just a new hairstyle. I looked like a three-year-old. I had like a massive bag on my back, checking in bags on my own, three flights or whatever it was to get to Thailand in Koh Samui to go to work. And I was like in shock. And then when I got there, it was just, it was kind of a shock of distraught. That's kind of how it felt you know mm-hmm. and it sounds quite dramatic but it was it was like just so disappointed and really frustrated being like it was 11 11 come on like that's angel numbers how did this house set fall through do you remember getting to um the resort where I was working and I was just coming out of the realization of what just happened and it was only then where Sean said you know what we apply for a mortgage again we're not entitled to first-time buyers and we're on again different time zones as well so when I was getting up he was going to bed and vice versa so it was really Mm -hmm. awkward to talk and I just remember bawling and the angel said to me I heard the angels go Sinead you're going to save money chill out it's going to save you money 
And I was like, okay. So I text then, text Sean after. I was like, look, it's fine. We'll get it sorted. We're going to save money this way. So anyway, long story short, a couple of months later. And by the way, I forgot a huge part of the story. When I first moved home from London, um, we, that was 2018. I said, we're going to be in our house by August. Then 2019 came, no house. 2020 came, of course, we moved into our house in August. A brand new house in a much nicer area. A bigger house for less price. You know, the garden that we wanted, everything that we wanted, close to family. And we moved in in August and Bob's your uncle, the angels are right. So, Amazing. but in the meantime, I know it's totally didn't answer your question, but it was distraught. And I allowed myself to feel like that. That's the key is allow yourself to feel what you want to feel. Stop forcing yourself to feel positive or forcing yourself to feel better. Allow the emotion to pass through you and then mm-hmm. go, right, what's next? And then we get into that mindset, right? What's next? Because we're so resilient. We are so resilient. Look what we've been through over the last few years. The COVID alone, never mind anything else that's going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. We're so resilient. And I really, really, really do believe that we can overcome anything with that love and support of our friends, our family, and just honoring whatever's going on in our lives. Not trying to push through all the time. Just witness what's going on and then go, right. What do I want next? I think we can be like that. I know I was very much so. It was it was a behavior that I had. It was like fix it mode. That if I was going through something, it was like, okay, straight on to my coach. Let's go. Let's go. Like just boom, 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 boom. And I never allowed myself to feel. Mm. It was just, you know, and it, to me, that's where I, I felt that I could go. It was easier for me to go into that victim mentality. If there was one thing after another, after another, you're like, really, why is this happening to me? And it was, it was, you know, obviously, and I'm, and I'm only, even though the likes of, if we go back to the parking angels, that was voiced to me many years ago. I have true belief in that I have seen it work as I said to you time and time again whereas I feel it's in the last year that I'm really trying to connect with my angels that and there's that belief there but it's like I don't allow myself to move forward in it that that there's that belief that I know that they're they have a message for me but I think I'm caught up in in my head but I do think that it is a thing that we can just Okay, as you said, power through. Let's power through. Like, don't allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling. And I then think we we lack the understanding that there's learning there. It's not a case of mm-hmm. quote unquote failing, that we miss out on that opportunity of learning. And if it be what I'd be right in saying, then that's where messages can come through from angels that we're not hearing what what's being said to us. Well, if you think of it, we're always trying to like. The whole point of life, right? even going back to like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Where we're going to like self-actualization to be the best of ourselves. That is like the key, right? Is to keep trying and thriving and striving even to be the best version of ourselves. But how could you be the the best version of yourself if you're not accepting all parts of you? And it's that sorrow, that sadness, that disappointment, that fear, that doubt, that worry. They're all parts of you. Some are, yes, conditioned beliefs. Like one of your conditioned beliefs was to believe that you get a parking angel and they're going to help you with your car park. That's why it's so core belief in you because you've just, it's been conditioned in you to always believe that way. But we have those conditioned fears, doubts and worries. And maybe they're ancestral. Maybe that we have, you know, learned them through our lifetime or, learn, or even, excuse me, that they're in our DNA, that they have been passed down through our lineage. But if we're not witnessing all those things that are coming up, how are we actually going to really know who we really are? You know, and um, there's a thing I do with what we do with, I've got spiritual girlfriends and we do this thing um, every Friday. It's called Feminine Friday today. Huh, 
happy feminine friday and it's <laughs> we do um we share our brags wisdoms and desires and why we do this and it's so it's such an amazing idea i think i can't remember who suggested it it was one of, one of the one out of the other three <laughs> there's four of us and i can't remember who it was but it's so powerful because what we do is we share our brags from the week we share our wisdom our lessons that we learn from the week and our desires then going forward but it's so brilliant to just voice it out loud and we don't comment on each other. We just listen the whole space. But it's so powerful to voice it out loud because when you start to voice your brags or like your worries or your wisdoms or things you've learned, you actually catch yourself and you're like, I don't believe in half the stuff I'm saying. I don't believe in half the stuff I'm thinking. And then you really get to kind of work out a problem just by voicing what's really what you're actually thinking or what's on replay in your mind. And that's when you start to really start to um, distinguish between the voice of the mind, the ego and the voice of your heart. The heart mm-hmm. being your true self, your you know divine feminine, your intuition, your soul's calling. That's the true voice. And that voice is always going to be in a place of peace and calm and love, even if it's telling you not to do something. It's always going to feel secure. So that's kind of, um, I can't remember your question now, but that's just a way of allowing yourself to feel. But talk to yourself. I get my clients sometimes to record themselves. If they're having a bad day, if they're struggling or if they're feeling overwhelmed, record yourself, speak out loud, say, acknowledge what's there, listen to your emotions and let them be validated. Because when you validate whatever's going on, you allow it to pass through you. When you validate, you can actually recognize if it's true or not. So just voice whatever's going on, listen to whatever's going on and then go, okay, how am I feeling right now? Tune into that vibration, tune into what you want to feel and just feel it, embody it. Fantastic. Fantastic. You mentioned the word intuition. Explain, explain, go with, go with intuition. What, what is intuition at the very core? I your intuition. Go for it. Sorry. No, go for it. Your, your intuition. So I close my eyes when I'm tuning in. <laughs> um, my intuition, your intuition is your true self. It's your your connection to love, it's your connection to life, it's your connection to your angels, your guides, yourself. It's your inner compass, I like to call it. That's kind of what I tagline it as, your inner compass, constantly guiding you and directing you and uh, keeping you on track to following your heart's desires and your dreams. And I'm a firm believer that before we come to earth, we sign a little contract of what our purpose is, what our experiences are going to be and what we you know, are going to learn in life. And your intuition is constantly guiding you, if you will, to be the best of you but sometimes we ignore it and that's when we have a little wobble or we go off 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 the track that we originally wanted but we still always find our way back because our intuition is always guiding you back so your intuition really is your inner wisdom and your inner creative your inner expressor it's really the truth of who you are do you think is there many people in life that go through their entire life and ignore their intuition that they do not live their life listening to their intuition? That's a very hard question to ask because there's so many different scenarios. I'd say, like, well, I think we're all guilty of ignoring our intuition at times or we're all guilty of just, you know, you know when sometimes we ignore something and then we, we, do, so, we do something else and it turns out we should have done the thing we actually originally thought. We're like, oh, I knew it. Like, we've all been there, done that. I think yes. that's just human nature. Remember, we are beautiful spiritual beings in a human body. So we have to have a, a human experience as well. Like, you have to be able to navigate between the two. But I think our intuition is always going to support us. Yes, there are always going to be times where we ignore the initial response. But aren't they so wonderful? Because then we go, oh, 
I knew I was right or I knew I should have done this and this is a reminder how strong your intuition is how do we strengthen our intuition actually just by being present by listening this I love this question because I do uh courses online um, my next one I think is going to be in September no October I haven't decided yet we, I know we're going to do around the time but I do um, lately I'm doing this course and I'm teaching you how to work with your own gift so whether that's your being an empath or clairvoyant or clairsentient or whatever like whatever your clair is we all have it by the way we all have it listen to those words we all have a gift we can all do this so I get you to tune into whatever that gift is so my one of my powerhouses is my claircognience, which is a gift of knowing, and clairsentience, which is a gift of feeling. They're my two main, main gifts. And in order for me to heighten that, I just sit and I just feel how my body is. I'll tune into every single area of my body. I'll feel how my energy feels. I feel how my higher self feels. I'll feel the energy around me. I'll tune into the energy of the space of the room. And I just use the muscle I have. And it's from then that I start to actually surrender into it and train it. It's like going to a gym. If you want to tone up your legs, you're going to just do a workout in your legs till you tone them up right and it's the same with your intuition it's like tune into the gift that's naturally there um by just being mindful and accepting all parts of you there's so many different techniques by the way but I feel like I could go off on a tangent if I went into loads <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I would listen to you all day <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be the whole course it's a four-week course as well <laughs> it's a four-week online course I feel like if I went into it we'd be here until the <laughs> Talk to me about manifestation. I told you that this conversation could go down so many different um, different pathways. Talk to me about manifestation. You and I, I, I yes. What I before we press record, I had voiced about reading one of your posts the other day with regards to your wedding and so much of what you had pictured and visualized about the way you wanted your wedding to be on the day it came through. Mm-hmm. Was was that something that you sat with on a daily basis, visualizing the way you wanted your wedding to go? Or and I'm using obviously the example um, of your wedding. When you want to manifest something, what what are your rules? Let's start that way. What are your rules of manifestation? I love that. Well, the key is there's no rules first of all because it's so different for for everybody. So that's that's the key. There's no one shoe fits all. So I really feel like that's really important to know because you know you see things on Instagram and social media and it's like do this that and the other and it'll work and it people are like well it doesn't work so then I can't manifest. And that's so disheartening. So I'm just saying it's that's it's it's not one size fits all. But because you brought this topic up, I'm going to use that example if that's okay, just of Absolutely. the wedding, just because yeah. it's you you just mentioned it. But so I'm going to rewind back even a few years prior to that. <laughs> um, I remember sitting in my apartment at the time in London, and it was like stupid o'clock in the morning, say two or three in the morning, couldn't sleep, and. I just got in my journal and I think, right, what kind of relationship do I want from my life? A romantic relationship. So I wrote down, I'm, when I say everything, I wrote down everything. Like what kind of, you know, life we'd have, the fun and laughter we'd have, the places we traveled to, how my partner wants, is going to be with my family, the energy, the vibration, the love that I'd have with his as well. Um, I think I wrote down, what, yeah, no, I did. I wrote down little things of what he looked like but I wasn't too rigid on it you know like mm-hmm. little things of what I'd like <laughs> and I wasn't too rigid on it um but yeah anyway 
list goes on and on and on and on. Um, and a few years later, I left one house and I went to move in with my friend for a few weeks till I found somewhere else to live. And the day I moved into that house with my friend, she's she was a nurse and she was working nice at the time. And she was like, look, my flatmate's there. He'll come down and help you move in your boxes. So that was grand anyway. So he came down, helped me move in the boxes. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Sinead. You know, he was like, hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we went into the house. So I'm going to make maybe too much detail. And into the house anyway, we had a chat. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, the next day, he's like, let me take you around. I've never lived in North London at the time. I was only ever a South girl. So he's like, let me take you around North London. I'll show you around, you know, where the area we're living. We walked around and it was cold. It was like Guy Fawkes night. So like the 5th of November was fireworks bonfire night in London. And it was freezing, absolutely freezing. And it was like really slippy, a little bit of ice on the ground. I went to sleep and he caught me and he just held my hand. And I was like, oh my God, who is this lad? Anyway, caught no more <laughs> of it. We were sitting down, having some uh, lunch that day, trying to get warm in a, like a real English, old English pub. And we we're just chatting, chatting, chatting. And we both looked and I was like, Jesus, I feel like I've known you for years. Anyway, roll on a few months later, I was in the kitchen. We are like, had a little flirt going on. I ended up staying in that house because it was a three bedroom house. One of the girls moved out and I ended up moving in. So we ended up living there with my best friend and this guy. And then I was like typing away on the laptop. And he stood at the door. By the way, I will answer your question. I am answering it, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> just in case you're like, what is she talking about? I am answering your question. <laughs> go with but this, go with this. He stood at the door and I was like, oh my God. And we had started to date at this time. And I ran upstairs, got a, I got my journal and I showed it to him. And he was like, his exact words were, why are you writing about me? <laughs> and I was like, look when I wrote it. And it was a few years prior. And anyway, long story short, he's now my husband. That is amazing. I know. So I manifested him and then it was the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but with even with the energy of that, right, I wrote it down and totally forgot about it. And I didn't even realize I was attracted to him until actually one of my, my girlfriend's now husband actually was like, Jesus, you do fancy him. You're always talking about him. I was like, do I? I didn't even realize. And I was like, oh my God, I do. So I wasn't even aware. My radar wasn't on. I wasn't looking for a relationship. It just happened. I'm doing quote unquote here. It happened. Um, but obviously divinely timed. But with manifesting, I was very clear on what I was looking for, more of the energy that I was looking for. So I knew that I wanted someone that I could have a laugh with every single day, that we'd bounce off each other, that that can take a slagging, you know, because I'm quite cheeky at times. So we can take a slagging and, you know, and vice versa. <laughs> I wanted someone that we are, you know, we can do adventurous things with, you know, like we want to do a skydive or a bungee jumping or whatever it is, something that's going to be a bit mad. Um, and I knew... Just I wanted a best friend. That's all. And I was in energy of a best friend. I didn't care of the nitty gritty. I just wanted, that's the energy I wanted. Forgot about it. Let it go. I really believe it's going to happen. And it happened. So my method is, I'm very clear of the energy, not necessarily the detail of it. Like even going back to the house example I gave earlier on. And I said, I just remember my energy of getting into the house was dancing around and being so joyous. Nice. That's what visualize the house I never pictured the color of the walls or the sofa or beds or whatever I never pictured anything I couldn't see it but I could I could feel how I felt in our home and that's the feeling we have now it's the feeling the energy vibration is the most important when it comes to manifesting and then it's same with our wedding you know like I said before even we knew what COVID was I was like you know I'd love a small wedding very intimate and um, then COVID came, we could only have 50. I was like, whoops, this is so good. Like, obviously, we, there's people we wanted there that couldn't be there. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's still brilliant and small. 
I said all along that we get married outside. We both want to get married outside in Ireland. And we, I said, it'll be 30 degrees on our wedding day. And everyone's like, Sinead, come on, you're dreaming. Lo and behold, it was 30 degrees on a wedding day. And it was like <laughs> little things like this. Like there's so many more that I could say, but it's not me focusing on it and praying and being like, please let it be 30 degrees. Please let it be warm. Please let it be sunny. It's like, you know what? It's going to be 30 degrees on my wedding day. The same feeling and belief that you have, that you're going to get a car spot. You're going to get a car spot wherever you go. It's not a feeling it's not even a thought or excuse me it's not a it's not a thought it's not a push it's more like I just know this is going to happen it's a knowing it's a complete fate and it's a trust but again going back to even talking to the angels when we spoke about that love it's going back to that true form of energy and that is the law of attraction is like putting it out there believing in it and just surrendering to it there is something else that I always say is I trust the angels so much that sometimes I forget to take action so there is a yin yang there, right? So we need very much the yin, which is a beautiful divine feminine, which is your intuition we spoke about, which is putting it out there, saying what your heart desires and the yang, which is the action. So we got to do things too, right? <laughs> so we got to make sure that we are in alignment and everything we're doing is on purpose, leading us towards what we want as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to say a random analogy and please excuse this. No, actually, I'm not saying it. I'm Go saying for it. it. No. Go for it. <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> Why is it coming out? But it's like saying, okay, I'm just going to say it. It's like you're saying you want to have a baby naturally, but you're not having sex. You, you, you got yes. you to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> but it's like, you got to do both ways. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> Sorry. I know my analogies are mental. <laughs> no, but it makes sense. Analogies are great. Are great. You're no, I can't help it. <laughs> You remind me of Pat Dibley. Pat Dibley is a person that uses a lot of analogies, but they make sense. So they do. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's my answer to manifesting. I hope it wasn't too long winded. Not at all. Not at all. Well, it's lovely to hear the stories because when you make it personal, it just, for me, it, you know, there's, there's greater understanding in it. Mm. So there is. I could keep this conversation going. I am watching the time here and I just, I could continue talking to you for the rest of the morning so I am going to let you go very very shortly but for the people that are listening to this and are finding this conversation intriguing they feel the energy that is coming from the conversation what would you say to them if they're thinking like okay I'd like to kind of get started I don't know what I'm getting started in but just I'm just liking this sense what this lady is talking about what would you say to them that if they are trying to increase their energy, that they want to, you know, listen to their intuition more? What would you say to them? How about I show you instead? Because I'm a firm believer, like I'm the type of healer or teacher, if you will, that I don't like to just talk about what to do. I like to show you how to do. So how about I show you? How about I guide you through something? And you can just feel it. Okay. Okay. Close your eyes. We'll go through. Okay. okay. And obviously, for anyone listening, if you are driving, please don't close your eyes. Just do this. <laughs> Pause and listen to this after. <laughs> so do this when it's safe to do so. But close your eyes. And let's just take a moment. And if it's comfortable, just focus on your breath. And just breathe in and out through your nose if it's comfortable. If that's uncomfortable, if you've got any breathing difficulties, just allow your breath to do what it needs to. When you're ready, just place your hands on your heart. And as you place your hands on your heart, just start to connect with all the things you love about your life. Maybe it's people in your life. 
Maybe it's memories from your past. Maybe it's things that have yet to happen. Maybe it's your children, your family, your friends. Maybe it's simply you for showing up today, for getting out of bed, for going for a walk, or even brushing your teeth. Hold that energy of love that you have in your heart. And as you start to connect with this love, you'll start to feel a beautiful warmth. Maybe a vibration. Maybe your breath is just slowing down. Whatever you connect with, whatever you feel, you'll feel it in your own unique way based on your own unique gifts. Start to imagine that love is a color. What color is your love in your heart? And feel that color. Whether you can see the color or feel the color, imagine the color spreading down your arms into your hands. Imagine that color spread down your torso, filling up your entire upper body. Feel, create, or imagine that love, that color into your neck and your head. Feel that color behind your eyes. Feel it flow down your legs, right into your feet. Feel yourself becoming that energy of love. Whatever color that you feel, that you see, that you can visualize, feel it in your whole body. And imagine that color is now circling around you. In your beautiful auric field, feel that color circling around you. And whatever your heart desires in life, whatever's next for you, allow it to expand into that auric field. Imagining it in that auric field, whatever you desire, whatever your heart's calling for. And simply say, thank you for making whatever it is my reality. Thank you, angels, for making whatever it is my reality. Thank you for making my reality. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And just know that you can tune in and connect with this energy field. You can see at any time that you desire by just simply being. Thank you for allowing yourself to just experience this today. Thank you for holding space for your heart the space for love, your natural vibration, your natural frequency. Love is the creator of life. Love is what makes flowers bloom and grow. Love is what feeds our animals. Love is what connects us all together. Love is what creates new life. Love is what makes the sunshine. Love is the answer, allowing us to feel like the best version of ourselves. Thank you for allowing love to shine through you. And let's together take three deep breaths in through our nose, out through your mouth. Ah, 
surrendering to the moment. Surrendering to your love, knowing that you've just aligned your energy with that of you want to attract. And so it is. And one more deep breath with a nice sigh. Ah. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. I was conscious there, Martin. Forgive me, people are hearing my voice now. Not just I, because people won't want to hear me sigh. That was amazing. Oh, thank you. I hope you enjoy that. And I think it's nice to have that as well. And, you know, and you can go back and listen to that at any time, just in that little bit if they want to listen to it again. Oh, isn't it so nice and comforting? I, I was not expecting that. That's the person interviewing you. But I don't think, I think that is just the most fabulous way to, to finish, to finish an interview. So Thank you is. so much. Thank you for your Thank time. You. It was yeah. so beautiful. Thank you so much, Anish. I appreciate it so much.